0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another inspiring episode of Praise and Purpose. I'm your host, Cameron Picard, and today we are with our co-host, Alec Marvin. What's up? Today, we're going to embark on a journey through the valleys of life as we explore the theme of forging resilience in trials. So, as usual, well, first, I would like to welcome Alec again, our co-host great again yeah
1: i'm excited to be here
0: and this is our second episode that we are filming in one day
1: yep oh yeah so are we gonna post this one like like with the one that we already filmed or later on next week
0: um i don't know actually i think i want to do both at the same time oh so when people see it
1: a double whammy
0: double whammy okay all right So, I think before we start, we should pray. All right.
1: Usually we do this before we even record, Um, but we could do it right now. Okay. Lord, I thank you for letting us be here and giving us the, the idea to do a second one. And one day, Lord, I pray that you just give us the words to speak and the the will to live out these words that we speak because we also need to to practice what we preach not just preach what we preach lord i know it's not i know it's not easy to do that but i pray that you help us and that you let us help others with our words father and i pray that they give you glory lord and that what we say gives you glory father in jesus name i pray amen
0: Amen.
1: So just like
0: usual, I'm gonna read some scripture. Alright. Trials are an inevitable part of life. They come in various forms, challenges, setbacks, and adversity. Instead of fearing them, let's understand that the trials of opportunities are opportunities for growth and transformation. And they refine our faith and shape our character. Perspective plays a crucial role in how we navigate trials. It is, it is easy to view them as insurmountable obstacles. Insurmountable obstacles, sorry. But a shift in perspective can turn them into stepping stones. Consider James one verses two through four, which, encourage it, which, which encourages us to consider it pure joy when we face trials, for they produce perseverance. So again on this episode before I move on. Uh, uncut. This is going to be an un another uncut episode. I think we should I, do I them I think these are better.
1: I think we should do them all uncut.
0: I like uncut.
1: Same. It's like more open and honest with you yes. guys. This is what we're trying to be.
0: Because in the last 3 episodes we have done it not, we've done it cut.
1: Yeah, a lot. So of
0: if it. like we made a mistake a we would cut it. Yeah. All right. In the midst of trials, our faith becomes an anchor. It reminds us of God's promises and his presence with us. The story of Joseph, who endured betrayal and imprisonment, yet remained faithful, teaches us that faith can sustain us even in the darkest times. Prayer is also a very powerful tool for building resilience. a means of seeking God's guidance, strength, and comfort in times of trial, turning to prayer allows us to cast our anxieties on him and find the peace that surpasses understanding. The Bible is also filled with stories of individuals who, also, who display remarkable resilience in the face of trials. Think of Job's unwavering faith in the midst of immense suffering or David's, encourage, or David's courage when facing giants. Their stories serve as an inspiration for us as we navigate our own trials. We are not meant to endure trials alone. God often provides us with a supportive community that lives that can lift us up. When we stumble, when we stumble. Uh-huh. Sharing our burdens with others and allowing them to share theirs with us strengthens our resilience and reminds us that we are not alone. Trials, though difficult, have the potential to mold us into better versions of ourselves. They teach us endurance, patience, and empathy. Just as a blacksmith tempers metal in the fire to make us stronger, trials can forge our character and faith. Okay, so
1: Alec, take it away. Um. Yeah, I like what he said that trials could be a stepping stone into our future, into the person, the man or woman of God that God wants us to be. And um. Yeah, trials are somewhere that we can meet with God, and that they're they're not easy. That's why they're called trials. But God will always give us a way out, and He. And we always have the victory in Jesus Christ. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, let's look at Joseph. Um, and so Joseph got betrayed by his brothers because the prophecy, or was it like God blessed him, or I don't know. His brothers were jealous of Joseph. Joseph's brothers were jealous of him. So they threw him in a pit. But God met with Joseph in that pit and he brought him out of that pit. And he brought him into power in Egypt. And in Egypt he came he became second um He became um the housekeeper of a high-ranking Egyptian official, I think it was, or, yeah, and so, hold on, let me, let me find the scripture. See, very
0: uncommon.
1: Here, on um. Your- so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This is what happens when you don't prepare for the second episode. <laughs>
0: okay. I'll just talk about um. something. Um, <laughs> resilient. Uh, life is full of challenges, difficulties, and trials that test our strength and faith. But as believers, we're called to stand firm you are called to stay from an adversity. I'll
1: just find out on the Bible. App. I am and having for, trouble with people. All right. Genesis.
0: All right. In, in the book of James, chapter 1, again, verses 2 through 4, we find these words, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you, f- whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know... The testing of your faith produces preservance. Let preservance preservance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What a profound message. It reminds us that trials are not not meant to break us, but to build us. They are crucible, in which our faith is refined, and our character is strengthened.
1: So okay. All right. All I right, all right, all right. I found I found the scripture. Sorry about that. I just wasn't really prepared. That was on me. Um but now I am so let's get into it. I pulled up um <clears throat> on the Bible app Genesis 30 um chapter 39. It's, it's about Joseph and Potiphar's wife. I'll just read the whole thing to you. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. There God was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord gave him, success in everything he did Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted, he entrusted his care everything he owned from the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except for the food he ate. Now Joseph was well built and handsome, and after a while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me, but he refused. He refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. One day he went into the house and attended to his duties and none of the household servants were inside. She caught him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. When he saw that he had left his cloak in her hand, and had run out of the house, she called her household servants. Look, she said to them, this Hebrew has um, been brought to us to, make us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. She kept his cloak beside her until his master came home. Then she told him this story. That Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to take sport of me. But But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. When his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying, This is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. I'm about to highlight that. The Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all of those he held in prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. God is good. So, um, look what Joseph did. Joseph was a great man of God, and he He had self-control. Joseph had self-control. And so when Potiphar's wife tried to take hold of him, he said, nah fam, (laughs) I'm about to run out of this joint or whatever. And he, he said, I will not do this you know what Joseph was going through? Joseph was going through a trial. He was being tested. He was being tested. His faith was being tested to the Lord. He could have, he had every option to sleep with Potiphar's wife. But he said, what a great sin against God this would be. And he trusted God through that whole situation. And people will do this. People will come up to you, and not necessarily in the way that Potiphar's wife did, but, I mean, who knows, that might happen or whatever, but people will come up to you to try to make situations happen to you that will test your faith. And the question is, will you be faithful to God? Will you know that he is with you in those trials, and he's providing a way out. Joseph did. Joseph knew there was a way out, and he ran. My boy ran. He said, the the Bible said that he ran and left his cloak in the hands of Potiphar's wife, which means he was probably naked. (laughs) He ran out of that house naked to get away from this woman that was trying to seduce him we need to do that even <laughs> even if it leaves us spiritually naked even if the world takes our even if the world exposes us we need to run out of situations like that because joseph was exposed and he ran out of situations like that but jesus was also exposed but you know what he did he was hanging there naked on the cross but he stayed there he didn't run away so that we could have the power to run away from our sins he he couldn't run away or else that sacrifice wouldn't, be, wouldn't have been made jesus was exposed for us so we could be in disclosed to oh gosh
0: <laughs> very uncut guys See? you might hear the squeaky chair I'm not even going to care about the squeaky chair I'll squeak if I
1: want yeah <laughs> but Jesus was exposed and he stayed in that situation so we could be so we could know how to run out of the situation when we're exposed and in the bible it also says jesus also says like don't be surprised when when you guys are being taken to synagogues and being whipped for your faith because it's going to happen to me if it happens to me it's going to happen to all of y'all i'm just making that apparent because you guys follow me and you guys are supposed to look more and more like me and the world hates me so the world is gonna hate you you're gonna go through trials you're gonna go through tribulation but um I want to know what the Bible says the Bible says or God says my children endure till the end mm. and the great thing about this is we're not enduring to the end alone we're enduring to the end with God himself God is enduring to the end with us and he won't ever leave us or forsake us which is just amazing and in trials we have to remember if God is for me then who could be against me nothing else matters but God can't you like like I'm still sometimes I I spend time with things that don't matter like my phone YouTube shorts (laughs) YouTube shorts don't matter they are they are pointless unless they're like I have a lot of like Christian YouTube shorts that that share the truth about God's word and stuff those are good but other Christian shorts uh, no other YouTube shorts (laughs) (laughs) they don't matter like they just they're just not important if if things are taking your focus away from God, they're not important. Joseph saw that Potiphar's wife is trying to take his his focus away from God and onto her. And Joseph said, "You know what? You're not important. What's important is my God and my relationship with him. And what kind of follower of my God would I be if if I if I slept with you?" because we're not married and you're my master's wife like again this is going into a whole other podcast episode but but that would be a great sin against god a great sin against god and they're gonna they're gonna keep your cloak that they exposed you with and they're gonna they're gonna point it out to the world and they're gonna be like oh look this person is so bad they try to like They tried to accuse me of being like they tried to accuse me of being like sinful and stuff but our job as believers is to point out people's sin because if you go to a doctor and you have cancer they're not just gonna give you the cure because they then you wouldn't know what your disease was then you wouldn't know what your disease was your doctor is going to tell you that you have cancer first, and then you're, they're going to give you the cure so you could appreciate it more and so you would take it. Where was I going with this? Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, and we're not going to be like, oh, this doctor tried to accuse me of having cancer. No, you have cancer. You're going to die if you don't have the cure. You, or treatment, or this is like hypothetical, but yeah. But we all have sin, and sin is one hundred percent fatal. The last time I checked, the death rate was one per person. Everyone's gonna die. Everyone's body's gonna die because we're they're sinful. But Jesus gives us the cure, and it's the most loving thing to say that to people. But people aren't gonna take it as that. Because they don't understand, and then you're going to go through trials and tribulations, but then you have to remember to go back to God. I want to point out that on when Potiphar threw Joseph in prison and he was misunderstood, the world is also going to mis you, misunderstand you. The world's not going to understand everything you say, so then they're going to throw you in prison because they because they're going to misunderstand you and the words that you, that come out of your mouth. But when the world throws you in prison, when the world takes you for granted and doesn't appreciate the love and the truth that you're trying to spread to them, they're gonna they're gonna throw you in prison. But look what it says: the Lord was with him; he showed him kindness and he and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. God will be with you, and God will not only be with you God will show you kindness and grant you favor in the eyes of those who are in charge of you God will bring you from glory to glory from everlasting to everlasting he will always be with you and he is so good to us because when whenever the world misunderstands us God understands us sometimes I feel like so I'm like really weird sometimes and I could go like I don't know I'm like weird and I and I feel like not a lot of people understand me and I make poetry and I and I and I make art and um my, one of my English teachers I would show him my poetry and he was like I don't understand this and it kind of hurt who, Mr. Tarbar. Mr. Tarbar, yeah. Oh yeah, I He's been an advisor. He's uh he, yeah, he was a great English teacher though, but but he didn't understand my poetry. But God God does understand your heart. He knows the deepest thought in your heart and he knows the deepest thought in your mind and he knows your feelings and he knows every every Scenario running through your head right now. So God understands you through the trials, but you still have to go through them. Because when Joseph went through this trial, God showed him. God showed him how good he was by bringing him out of it, and God showed him how good he was through the midst of it but you still have to take charge, charge like Joseph did. Joseph took charge of his situation and he was like, no, I will not go to bed with you because this is sinful. He, did, he wasn't passive. He was like, he wasn't like, didn't say anything. He didn't stick around to find out what was going to happen. Boy ran. My man dipped. He dipped out of there. And he, he ran out of the town. The Bible said that he ran out of the town to escape Potiphar's wife. That's how far we should run away from lust, but also away from people who just take advantage of us, and we shouldn't stick around with those people because those people are only going to hurt us and get us into prison, which is what happens to Joseph. Another um scenario in the Bible that I like to talk about a lot is the, the storm on the Sea of Galilee. Now, they were going through a, little, a literal storm, but We go through storms too, and um, Jesus was walking on the water of the storms. He was in the midst of the trial with them. They just couldn't see him. And in trials, it's like this is much easier said than done. Like this is a hard thing to do, but we just have to trust God through them and have to persevere and just keep pushing because God will see us through. But when they, were, when the disciples were on the boat, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna drown. We're gonna, we're gonna die in this boat. We're gonna die in the ocean because this storm is so strong. It's stronger than us. We can't do anything about it." And then Jesus came. He came walking on the water. Just imagine, like. The sky is dark. The wind is howling like like 100 miles an hour. The waves, you're on the ocean in a boat with 12 people. The waves are crashing, and the waves are like 10, 20, 30 feet high. And you are just, you're, you're, you're thinking, this is the end. Where is God in this moment? How could God be with us right now? I'm going to die this isn't i'm not going to make it out of this those are the thoughts that satan wants you to think but those are not the truth that's not the truth jesus was on the water of the storm he wasn't in the boat of fear and confusion and doubt he was on the storm walking on it having dominion over the water the water represents god's judgment because you see the water in Noah's ark, the flood of Noah, judging the world, drowning everything except for Noah and his family and, and two of every animal. But um, Jesus was walking upon and in God's judgment foreshadowing of what he was going to do on the cross. Peter came out on the water with him. And he said, Lord, command me to go on the water because just because if you do, I can. That was Peter's great faith in Jesus. And, and Jesus was amazed with his faith and said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, walking towards Jesus. But he had his eyes on Jesus, but then he started focusing on the storm, and he began to sink. We're about to run out of time in like, in like forty-five seconds. But, um, yeah. Um, Peter began to sink because he was focusing on the storm. What did Jesus do? He, when he reached his arm in the water, to grab Peter from sinking and drowning in the storm and he was reversing places he had mercy on peter because jesus was saying i'm going to be down there instead of you i'm going to switch up your place i'm going to go and down your situation so you could be saved from it we're about to clock off for like 10 seconds are back we're back okay so what jesus was saying was I'm going to be dipped down into, water, into the water so you don't have to. I'm going to take a swim in God's wrath so you could be dry on land. And what did Jesus do when it was all over? He got back into the boat and he quieted the storm with Peter. And there was peace. Imagine imagine being on the ocean, being rocked by by 20 foot swells and um, and and then automatically going to peace. Did you know Jesus has dominion over your storm? Because he had dominion over this storm and um sorry and um jesus was saying in the end of your trial i'm gonna give you peace i'm gonna wipe every tear from your eye what's it what's another trial this life
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> this life is a big trial it's a trial that many sadly fail, and but Christians, when we're walking with God, we will not fail. Yes, we might fall sometimes, but Jesus brings us back up. Jesus, we, we repent of our sins, and if we fall into sin, we, we go to him. We say, I'm sorry. This is what I did. Help me to change And then he helps us to change and he makes and he helps us get back up and we keep walking we don't give up we don't stay down we get up with him because he gives us strength and in this life there's going to be trials of every sort of kind but jesus said that his children endure to the end and in the end when jesus breaks the sky into when jesus comes down and takes us back up with him he said that he'll wipe away every tear from our eye that there will be no more suffering no more no more mourning no more death just peace and bliss for eternity with god how great is that how great is our hope so as you're going through your trials and tribulations this week or any week really any day remember that Jesus is with you he will give you peace in the storm and he will always be with you and that remember this if you're going to take away anything from this episode take away this jesus went down into your situation into that hell of a storm and he was down there for you so you could be lifted out of it so you could have freedom so you could have a relationship with god Instead of a situation ship with the world, God loves you, and God will will be with you through every trial that you're going through. And I don't know what specific trial or area in your life that you're struggling with. For me, it's a lot of it's depression. Sometimes it's it's a uh, falling back into sin it's just it's hard and it's so hard and i know it feels hopeless sometimes and i know it feels so dark that you can't really see and i know the valley feels so low and the mountain feels so high and you just don't want to move anymore because you're so tired But Jesus, if you focus on Jesus, and if you invite him into your situation, if you give the situation to him, he will turn everything around. He will turn the valley into a mountain. And he could do it instantly, like he calmed the storm instantly. He said, peace be still. And there was stillness and peace. God is with you. He will never leave you. And he loves you. Never forget that. All right, Ken. OK. Um, before we
0: get into our little Q&A section, um, Once again, Alec (laughs) shared, and it made me want to share something. All right, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, So, life is a journey, and it's filled with unexpected twists and turns, trials, tribulations, and challenges that often will lead us to be overwhelmed and feel defeated. But as followers of Christ, we are called to rise above these challenges and emerge from them stronger, more resilient, and ultimately more christ hmm. Let us be, let, all right, I'm gonna read something. <laughs> like once again, uh, James chapter one, verses two through four. We find a passage and we find a passage that encapsulates a encap, okay, very essence of resilience and trials. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that your testing of your faith produces perseverance. That perseverance finishes its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking any. Pen-clicking, okay. James, James, the brother of our Lord, teaches us that trials are not to be feared, but embraced with joy. Why? Because it is through these trials that the testing of our faith occurs. And through this testing, we cultivate the, the exquisite quality of our perseverance, which in turn leads us to maturity and completeness in Christ. So, how do we go about forging resilience in the trials that the life inevitably brings our way? Let's break and explore this journey step by step. Number one, faith in God's sovereignty. The foundation of resilience in trials is unwavering faith in the sovereignty of God. We must remain. We we must remind ourselves continually that God is in control of all things. And nothing happens without his knowledge and permit in his permission when we firmly trust his divine plan we can endure even the most challenging circumstances within assurance that he's with us every step of the way number two prayer and meditation in times of trial our connection with God through prayer becomes absolutely vital his guidance and refuge it is in the silence of meditation. Oh, I read the wrong word. It is in the silence of meditation upon His word that we find solace, strength, and peace that surpasses all understanding. Here's a big one, number three: community support. We are not meant to walk this journey alone. I said that episode one. Episode one. I said we are not meant to walk this journey alone. God in his wisdom has graced us with a community of believers to lean on during difficult times. So reach out to your friends, family, and loved ones for encouragement and support. Share your burdens with one another, for when we bear another's burdens, we fulfill the law of Christ. and That was from Galatians 6, verse two. Number four, another big one, perseverance. As James told us, the testing of our faith produces perseverance, produces perseverance. It is in the crucible of, yeah, crucible of the trials that perseverance takes root in our hearts. Rather than succumbing to despair when trials come, let us stand firm and keep moving forward, even when the road is steep and treacherous. It is through endurance that we grow and develop the strength required to withstand future trials. Alright, number five. Hope in Christ. If we don't have hope in Christ, then then yeah.
1: What are you doing? What yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Ultimate source of resilience
0: is our unwavering hope in Jesus Christ is the anchor of our souls, the one who promises never to leave us nor forsake us. Regardless of how dire the circumstances may appear, our hope in Christ remains unshaken. For he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in times of trial, let us remember the encouraging words of Romans chapter 8, verses twenty and we know that all things in god work for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose indeed god using these trials to shape us into vessels of his glory is, and he has a divine purpose for every challenge we encounter may our lives be a yeah may our lives be a living testimony to the world and transformative power in God. May we not merely endure trials but embrace them with joy knowing that God is using them to mold us into the image of His Son. Let us pray for the strength to endure, the wisdom to learn, and the faith to believe in Christ because we are truly resilient and so if you take if you take all of these steps and um yeah, if you take all these steps, uh faith in God's sovereignty, prayer meditation, community support, perseverance and hope in Christ you can get through your trials and challenges. You can get, yeah, you can get through your challenges and trials and without God, without God on your journey, you need him on your journey too. Yeah, you need God on your journey um, to get through challenges because he is right there with you and helping you with these challenges, and telling you what you should do, and
1: telling you oh, what you need to do. What do you have to say, Alec?
2: Really
1: something that Jesus does. He not only is in our suffering with us, but he also suffers with us. He is so good. When we're in our valley, he sinks down below us. God of heaven and God of earth sinks below us and raises us up. All right, here, Kim, I'm going to go.
0: All check right, it.
1: he's going to go check on the bread
0: that we're making because we made some bread. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about the the significance of resilience because we talked about the steps to get through trials. Now we have to talk about resilience, okay? Resilience is more than just bouncing back from adversity. It's about growing stronger through life's trials. It's about allowing God's transformative power to work into us so that we can become more Christ-like. Resilience in trials is a testament to the strength of our faith and power of God's grace. Resilience strengthens faith. When we face trials with resilience, we deepen our trust in God. We learn that even in the darkest moments, He is still in control. Our faith is not a fragile thing that shatters under pressure. It's robust. Living faith that grows stronger when tested our ability to endure trials with grace and hope reflects God's glory to the world it is, it's is—it's a powerful witness to those around us that our faith is not superficial but grounded in the unchanging character of God people are drawn to the light of Christ when they see a resilience in the face of adversity okay So, before we get into the Q&A, let us not only hear these words, but put them into practice in our lives. As we navigate the trials that come our way, may, may we do so with unwavering faith, knowing that God is using these experienced... I already read that. Okay. I'm back. All right. It's time it... for our Q and A. This might be our longest episode.
1: This might be an hour long. Wow. This might. Be... Yeah. This might be an hour. That's crazy. Um. Okay. So, all right. Here, Cam. Here's the question. Right. Hold on. Mm.
0: I have two questions.
1: Oh well. Let's do mine first. Okay. <sighs> here. Let me think. Cause I'm, I'm my my brain is on bread mode. Um, how can you seek God in the valley? What? That
0: doesn't... That, that doesn't...
1: I'm feeling under, misunderstood, Karen.
0: Let me share my questions.
1: I, see, I want
0: the questions to relate to well, it does. It kind of does, but...
1: Okay. All right. Let's, let's do oh, your no. questions. All
0: right. So I have two questions.
1: What are your two number
0: questions? Number one, how can we forge resilience in trials? And number two, what are some trials that you face on a day-to-day basis? So and Alec...
1: How can you seek God in those trials? Yes,
0: how can you seek God in, these, in those trials? So... Lots of questions. Lots of questions
2: today.
1: Right. I can seek God in the valley okay. by by looking at his word and seeing what he's done in my life and seeing where he's taking me in my life. And and if I look back and I see where what he's done in my life. And if i look forward and see what he's doing in what he's gonna do in my life i know i'm not lost i'm not gonna get drift away by the tide that we talked about a few episodes ago i i'm gonna be if if we do that we're gonna be focused on god and we're not gonna waver no this is hard and every episode that i preach on i'm also preaching to myself because i struggle with these things too like i go through valleys too we all do and yeah right now i'm tired so that's a that's a valley i can see god when i'm tired by finding rest and peace in him and it doesn't have to be something extravagant one of the one of the simplest but yet most effective prayer is dear Jesus help amen and just crying out to him for help and he will answer so yeah that's how I that's how I see God in the valley and some of my some of my um storms and valleys are like Depression, and overthinking um and just like i don't know lack of reading the word yeah (laughs) like getting in one of those ruts i love this podcast because it like kind of forces me to read the word and learn about (laughs) him it's good it's good yeah so this video is super uncut got a little deep which is awesome now it's your turn, Ken.
0: Alright. Lots of questions. Okay. So, I'm going to first start off with um, some trials or challenges that I have. Um, a really huge one. A really huge one is sin. That's a really huge one. Another one, Ken, like Alec, lack. Nice background music. Um, lack of lack of reading the scripture. Um, that really like lack of Alec. I cannot focus. Lack of um, reading the word and yeah, okay. So some ways that we can deal with that I deal with uh, trials um and resilience and trials. Um prayer is a huge one. Prayer. Ah uh, faith in God. Because if you don't have faith in God, like I said before, if you if you don't have faith in God, then you can't then you don't trust him. You don't trust him to help deal with to help deal with your challenges. You don't trust him to be with you with your challenges. Okay. Um. I don't know if y'all hear this, but that's some nice background music. Good job. I
1: was trying to. I was trying to. <laughs> I, was trying to I was trying to play some ambiance because it was getting deep with Cameron's answers. You know, it was getting a little deep, so I, oh, I thought right. it was fitting. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Um. To you guys, many questions. Actually, um, I will find. I, don't, I think I can only add one question. I will find one question. Okay, how can
1: you seek God in the valley? You guys understand what that means, right? Camus, yeah. <laughs> so I understand.
0: <laughs> or like, how can you? Um, have resiliency in challenges and trials. Um, so as we go forth, let us carry the message of resilience and trials with us. Let us encourage one another, support one, each, one of one another, and remind each other that the strength we have in Christ, together we can face any trial with resilience, knowing that our Hope is anchored in the unshakable love of our Lord. May all right. May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all.
2: Amen.
1: So, thank you guys for tuning in to um the second episode of our podcast in one day. It's kind of crazy. Number five. Number five. five. Number Whoa. Five. Okay, that's crazy because. This today is the five month anniversary of our band redemption, so that is that is wow. <laughs> that's our awesome.
0: Lord works in mysterious ways.
1: That is so true. He All works. the time he does, and he's so good. Yeah, we're not gonna do a six today because no. that's that's next week or maybe the next time that we're free. Um, I can't do next Saturday, so probably not. Sure, if we can't do the next Saturday because of marching band camp. So, I don't know when our when our next podcast is going to be out. We'll, we'll find a time.
0: Probably next month, but we're also halfway through season one.
1: Whoa.
0: Halfway through season crazy. one. That's on crazy. That
1: is so, wild.
0: Season one has to do with foundations of faith. So, I won't tell you. I'm not going to tell you what season two is.
1: I'll, what? You're going to leave him on a cliffhanger?
0: I'm going to leave him on a cliffhanger.
1: Hif i on a cliffhanger, I
0: will tell. will tell, tell. Alec after we're done. Oh, um, I see
1: how. I'm gonna leave you guys on
0: the cliffhanger. All so
1: right, you guys all right. See, um, exclusive members only. <laughs> if you want, if you want to know what season two is about, join us on our on our members page. I'm kidding. We don't have one of on those. We're not that fancy yet.
0: That, <laughs> but you can also. I think this is only available on uh, the website, Spotify, for, for podcasters. But send us messages.
1: Yeah, you can You do can that. send
0: us messages.
1: And also rate, messages. rate and review the podcast, too. Yes. That helps spread it to more people. And so we can we we share the, the news of Christ with more, with more people.
0: And we are five stars on Spotify.
1: Yeah. So, so um, share this with, like, your grandma, your grandpa, your, your niece, your, your, your nephew. Your, your nephew. Your, your granny, your dog, your, your cat, your bunny, your chickens, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, 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 okay. Within reasons. But you know what I mean.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> this is what happened when, when, to, when it's uncut and it goes for like an hour.
0: Yeah. I know. I kind of want to continue this until it hits another uh, 30 minutes. We have five minutes left. I want it to hit one hour.
1: You want it to hit an hour? Okay. So are we, are we gonna make small talk through the microphone to <laughs> uh,
0: this this is great guys. this is great. I'm God truly, is
1: so good. Yeah I created the I <clears throat> thought of making a podcast
0: the day had uh, a couple of days before our first podcast came out oh. We have truly grown so much. Our first episode was me sitting on my bed
1: and it was, was, it, was, it, was over it was over call well i mean you guys know it you have listened to it come on now Ken. hopefully you come to on it. now can <laughs> <laughs> and
0: now now we have a huge setup we've got a computer we have a monitor which we haven't which we didn't use we
1: have a phone system, <laughs> so we have a horror?
0: whole microphone system i might i might order some i might order another
1: microphone oh oh I think oh that. Get a little fancy um <laughs> so i'm
0: gonna i'm so this episode is i'm not gonna add a song to the end no come on just because all right can
1: we end it like right now and like put a song at the end
0: because yeah. that's like the
1: highlight of every episode <laughs> but that means
0: every episode is then spotify. oh
1: only on spotify yeah can you like We've had
0: the last two episodes Spotify exclusive so
1: okay yeah this one will be out on every platform so this one will be out on
0: every platform
1: so if if someone doesn't like Spotify share them on Apple Apple I don't,
0: we do not have Apple
1: oh, oh Google podcast
0: Google podcast which will be
1: unable next on, year
0: next year so we'll see what happens we have Amazon music
1: we should post this on YouTube too eventually
0: i'm trying to get a youtube's channel set up we have spotify yeah. spotify for podcasters
1: spotify's are kind of like main, mainstream yeah. platform and right now
0: iHeartRadio.
1: iHeartRadio. So radio so I Heart radio. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't have spotify and someone doesn't have spotify hit them up on something different yeah. because yeah
0: um ah <laughs> uh, this is great guys um
1: <laughs> well, obviously, we're not trying to, like, grow, like, just to, like, grow. Obviously, know, Obvi- we're not trying to grow. That we're, like, well, we are trying to grow, but just, like, yeah. just, like, only to, like, spread the truth of God. Yeah. Because think, let's, yeah. let's be real. If you guys were just, like, kidding around, like, share it with, like, your dog, your cat, or whatever. Like, obviously, those are jokes. Send it to people who you think this might, like, be of value to. Like, people who might take this to heart and, like... People who this might help because that's all we're trying to do. We're, all, we're only trying to help people and spread like the message of Jesus. So jokes aside, this is yeah. This is what, that's what we're trying to do. So we love you guys. We will see you soon. Talk to you soon. We love you. Go out and um establish the no. Go out and because <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> Okay, so I, I come to realize that I've been stealing Amen's podcast thing being like, go out and be the church. I don't want don't to plagiarize on them <laughs> too much. So, um, yeah, go out and <laughs> be the church. <laughs> I don't know what else to okay. say. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, on
0: a real note, may the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you all for watching our fifth episode of Praise and Purpose, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: See you soon, bye.